0: Welcome to Around the World in 80 Comedians, my name is Steve Healy and this is the podcast where we find out what certain countries and places are really like through the eyes of the most observant creatures of all, Comedians! Today we're in Porto, in Portugal, with Miguel Torres. Miguel is a Portuguese comedian who is currently based in Cambridge in the UK. And uh, we talk about all the different things that Porto has to offer. I didn't really know a lot about Portugal, apart from, you know, the obvious stuff. Port, Ronaldo, Mourinho, and the fact that it had the longest colonial empire of all time. I didn't know that. I read it in Wikipedia. Uh, anyway, so I'm really excited about this. I think it's a really, really good show. If you would like to support this podcast, you can throw £3 my way. Ooh, £3. I can't afford that. Of course, you can afford that. £3 is the equivalent to a price of coffee in London nowadays. I know, I know. It's getting so expensive. How can you support me? we well, just got into ko ko-fi, That's ko fi.com forward slash around the world. And you can donate £3 there and I will be eternally grateful. Thank you. Right, so let's go on with it. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this is Miguel Torres and this is Porto.
1: As you can understand uh, with my accent, I'm not from around here. <laughs> um, I'm from Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all you at. <laughs> Come on. So I'm from Portugal. I came at a time that was a financial crisis there, and our prime minister was saying that people like me, without any jobs, should try to find a job abroad and immigrate and find somewhere else to live. <laughs> <laughs> and so I packed my stuff and yeah, I came to the to the UK. Uh, I didn't walk. I used a Ryanair flight, which is pretty much the same difficulty.
0: <laughs> Hello, Miguel hello so Miguel where are you where are you
1: right now Uh, I'm at home in Cambridge UK so yeah that's where I am now
0: and uh, if you were to look out do you have a window where you are yes I have and if you were to look out of your window what could you see right now
1: so I really live next to, to, to the railway so I'm just seeing a lot of railway tracks here in cambridge and yeah on the other side there is a a shopping center as well so that's what i'm seeing now just vans and and trains
0: very exciting but you're not so you're not originally from cambridge though are you miguel
1: no Where, Uh, where are you from I'm I'm from Porto in Portugal. Uh I was born there and lived there until I was in my early thirties and then I came to Cambridge seven years ago.
0: But you're and you're a comedian now. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh
1: so so I in fact I started uh back in Porto uh writing uh plays, uh comedy plays mostly in university okay. and acting as well. Uh uh-huh. then I came to Cambridge and well, doing th- those things in uh, in uh, language that is your, not na- not your native language is not so easy. Uh, but I started doing some stuff. I also started on the improv scene here in Cambridge. Right. And then I realized that uh, standard comedy was probably the best format for someone like me that's not a native speaker. Is there a comedy scene in Portugal at all? Does it exist? Yes, there is. Uh, it's a bit different than, than in here, than in London or Cambridge. Uh, so there is there, there are um, several well-known stand-up comedians that are quite successful and they, they, they have really large audiences uh, around the country and they, 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 have, uh, they, they have gigs all over the country. It started about 20 years ago with a, with a TV program just for stand-up. Okay. Uh, comedy and and then there were some some comedians that started on that and and started gaining around and now there is a second generation, people that usually start on YouTube and then become stand up comedians. Yeah. All right. Let's talk
0: a little bit about Porto. So you lived in Porto. Now I I don't know a hell of a lot about Porto. Uh, the two things that pop into my mind when I think of Porto are the football team and port as in the drink. Um, I know those are probably two very cliched things, but are they as big in Porto as I would suspect that they would be?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, In in Porto, basically, uh, all all the people are quite into football. It's it's really a big thing there. And... And also port, it's, 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 it's not a drink that, that people drink every day or so. Okay. But people are, are quite proud on on the success of port worldwide. So so when, when you go somewhere and talk about Porto, we'll say, oh, it's the, the city where, where port's coming from. Right. So, so, so it's a big thing on, on, on that case.
0: Somebody who is from Porto, right? Would they always yeah. have some port at home? Is that kind of sacred for
1: you? Yes, I would say that everyone has just when someone uh, from from somewhere else just comes in because in Portugal it's very common to get to receive people at home. They will all, always offer uh, a glass of port.
0: Right. And do you have any port at home in Cambridge?
1: Yes, I probably have around three or four bottles. Wow. Because you never know if you if you are going to visit someone and it'll just take a, a bottle of port well, yeah. and, and offer them. So of it's...
0: course, <laughs> it's, it's, it's important just to have four bottles of port just in case.
1: Yeah. I grew up
0: in Malta, which is another Mediterranean country, obviously, and um, and there's a big drinking culture in Malta and in lots of other Mediterranean places. Is Porto the same?
1: It, it, not in. So in, in Portugal, people are are quite into drinking, yeah. but getting drunk is not seen as a good thing okay. and it's not as socially accepted as in Britain for instance so it's quite posh in Portugal to to know what where, where this this wine is coming from knowing the different types of grapes that made that wine uh, telling you speaking about the wine and and giving uh opinions on on the the quality of the wine but not about just drinking itself so it's, yeah it's a bit different it's 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 it, people drink but not uh just just to get drunk i would say yeah is porto
0: touristy what do you guys think about tourists
1: People, people are, are really welcoming to tourists. Uh, well, nowadays they, they speak about uh, gentrification and having uh, all those uh, rents very high. Yeah. But in fact, the, the, the city just changed a lot because uh, 10 years ago uh, there were no tourists and uh, the city centre was just rotten. And now we have a lot of tourists coming in and due to that there is a lot of money to, to, to improve the buildings. And we have a much nicer city right now, so we are really thankful to the to the tourists and the, the money they they bring in.
0: They've paid That's for not, it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So 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 thanks to the tourists, we now have a much better city. So what? I I think most of the people are really thankful to tourists and really friendly with that.
0: Say, somebody's of these listening to this podcast and they're thinking of going to Porto. What is the one thing they should definitely do? Uh,
1: they they should just go to the to the other side of the river uh, that's another city but basically the same city anyway yeah. and get to the top of the hill and just just look to to the to the side of porto and it's one of the best views i i ever seen in the in, in the in the world so so yeah i would definitely recommend that because porto porto is not a city of uh, huge monuments well known monuments or something like that yeah. it's it's really about uh the the cultural landscape that it has so so it's it's the entire city is a whole monument uh just built by by just normal people so so all the houses and how they are displayed along the, the hills it's 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 what it makes it so different from other cities
0: is it is there a bit of a rivalry between porto and lisbon
1: Yes, it's worse than than any other rivalries that you can get so, really yeah yeah it's it's, it's sometimes uh, yeah I, I grew up uh, in a family that was like uh, uh, everything against Lisbon, so I, Lisbon takes all the money because it's the capital, and they 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 just they just have fun with the money that we, we, we they, they get from taxes that we pay for working here in Porto right. So, the worst city in the world is Lisbon, and and stuff like that. Oh wow! But, okay. in, Lis- <laughs> but in Lisbon, I think they just don't care. <laughs> they they think Porto is just very far, and they they don't have a, a, a just that that rivalry is so so high as us. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 as, as Portugal has just those two big cities. Uh, there is there is always that. That rivalry and in football as well. So
0: of course, uh, of course. Yeah. So are you are you a big Porto fan?
1: Yes, I am. Uh, I, in 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 my first years in Cambridge, probably my first three years in Cambridge, I kept my season tickets. Oh wow. So I used to go there and take uh, Ryanair right flights and and watch some some Porto matches. But now I think it's it's too much just paying that for going for just three or four right. five games a, a year.
0: You've told me what the best thing about Porto is. What is the worst thing about Porto? Uh,
1: the worst thing for me, it's working there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't have... Um, yeah, uh, the, the the work mentality in, in Portugal is a bit uh, different from there. Uh, I, I was in working in a company and I got three months in arrears. Uh, Before coming here, Uh, I would had to live in my parents' house until I was 30 and buy McDonald's uh, one-year-old menus. But yeah, basically, life in Portugal and working normally in Portugal is is pretty much like being a stand-up comedian in London, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So other than that, all is perfect there. So when I retire, it would be a really nice place to be. And
0: and is it typically Mediterranean? So, for example, is it... Is it a very outdoorsy kind of lifestyle? Is it very Catholic? Do you, have you got like the overbearing mothers that they have in, in Italy and other Mediterranean places?
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's a mix between Mediterranean and, and European mentality. It's, 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 it's really nice because the southern Portugal is much more Mediterranean. And the northern, where Porto is, it's, it, it has more uh, Central European and British influence because, uh, due to port, um, the, 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 there are several British families that that establish in Porto. Yeah. So, so you have uh, a kind of a Britishness in the city. But at the same time, also Mediterranean influences, and right. those things like yeah, mothers being very possessive. It's very Mediterranean, uh, and and th- there's also its own kind of ways. For instance, um, swearing a lot is, is very common in Portugal, and and w- when you have really great friends, you start swearing at them and saying, "Oh, you can I say anything? Yeah, you can. You can say They're... you can
0: swear. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: you you you." <laughs> hey, you motherfucker, I really love you, and stuff like that. So it's right. really it's really uh, a, a Porto theme, saying really bad words to someone you love. Okay. So that's how friendships work there.
0: This is Miguel, and this is Porto. Isn't it great? So a little bit of housekeeping I have got my Australian dates almost confirmed. Woo! It looks like I'm taking my show to Australia in 2020. I'm very excited about that. People who listen to Around the World Native Comedians you can see me doing my stand-up thing live. I am going to be at the Melbourne Comedy Festival and the Sydney Comedy Festival. I will be able to give you more details Very soon. Uh, You can also just get onto my website, www.stevehealy.com, and there are going to be details there. So that's very exciting. Uh, And also, I know we've got a lot of people in Malta who listen to this show, obviously, because of the Maltese connection. I am back in Malta very soon. I'm doing uh, this year's Comedy Nights, obviously, Christmas time. It's what I do every year. So I'm going to be back in Malta. Uh, We kick off on December the 26th. All the details from the usual places, but tickets are selling very quickly. So uh, if you're a Malta and you want to see an amazing topical sketch show, come to see us at Comedy Nights. Right, let's get back into our podcast. Ladies and gents, this is Miguel Torres, and this is Porto. I'm going to ask you a few quick fire questions. So... Why should a tourist go to Porto?
1: Um, Because it will find the best city in Portugal, and it's probably the best food in Portugal at cheap prices.
0: Okay. Oh, cheap prices. Okay, good. So, and what sort of food are we talking about? What's the best dish that you could find there?
1: Porto has two main dishes. One is the tribes. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, so, uh, there is a legend uh, that... Uh, there was an army that came out of Portugal to conquer a city in Morocco and they, Porto gave all the meats to, to, to feed them. And the only thing that, that stayed in Porto was the intestines. So they started to do, uh, stew with the intestines of the, 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 the animals. And oh. and just just do uh, do uh, with a lot of spices because that's basically horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so they just put a lot of spices and beans and and started to eat them and became the the porto's um, dish for centuries. Uh, and and then there is another one that is a sandwich just full of meat and with cheese, so it's kind of a vegan nightmare.
0: Right.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that just started in the 50s with an immigrant that came from Belgium and he invented a kind of that sandwich and now it's all over places and it's kind of the young generation foods that everything goes uh, when when it goes out for in the evening goes goes for that that's called cool. France, France that is that uh, is the meaning is little French because that guy that invented it said that this was like the French goals uh, oh. hot and spicy.
0: And so, uh, and all this is quite cheap, you were saying.
1: Yes, uh, for instance, if, uh, the the foods you you'll get quite often under ten euros, and 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 what's even cheaper is is drinking. If you can have a beer or a coffee for one euro or something like that. Oh,
0: okay, brilliant. Let's go the other way around. Why should somebody give Porto a miss? Why should they not go?
1: If People really hate Cristiano Ronaldo, and they are not ha- <laughs> not happy to, to go somewhere without talking badly against him or against Jose Mourinho. I
0: mean, yeah, Jose Mourinho. It yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. It,
1: it, even worse, if it is important, even worse if it is Jose Mourinho because okay. he was ex Porto manager. Right. So if you really dislike them and you 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 are really keen to talk to people about about one of them, uh, yeah, just just Don't try go. to avoid going Don't to go. because in Portugal. Ronaldo is like probably more important than the Queen in the UK. Okay. So it's, 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 it has an aura like probably David Attenborough or something like that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) So if some, if someone says something bad about Ronaldo, uh, you, you, that person will have problems. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So
0: okay what's more likely if I go to Porto that I will be mugged or that I will get an STD
1: um well Portugal has the lowest uh, birth rates in 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 probably in the world okay so people are very good at using condoms okay so so I think on that way it, it would be very, very difficult to happen. So 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 I guess bugs and if it is about food if you talk about football, I think that's okay. that, that will happen much more often.
0: What's more likely that I will have a taxi driver who is drunk or that I will be stopped by the police for being drunk?
1: Uh, I think it's what is unlike- unlikely is not finding a taxi driver that is drunk. Okay. Uh...
0: <laughs> how expensive is Porto? One to ten. One means it's really cheap. Ten means it's really expensive.
1: I-, I will give a four. How
0: fun is Porto?
1: I'll give a seven.
0: Okay. And how boring is Porto? Ten is really boring. One is really exciting.
1: Uh, I'll give you a four.
0: Three travel tips for anyone traveling anywhere in the world.
1: When people speak to you don't don't uh, don't just give them money. <laughs> so I was in Peru in Lima, uh, the capital where and that has some some dodgy areas and we were just walking by and then uh, a man approached me and and asked me about where i was from i was saying that i was from portugal and he was saying oh portugal and he's starting basically saying all the football clubs and he told oh i love portugal i would love to have money from portugal and and, uh, I said, uh, and asked me oh do you have i i can exchange by our peruvian soles and i said oh yeah but portugal is euro and in europe Almost every country apart the UK has euros, yeah. so it's it's not a souvenir. But oh uh, yes, I really want that. So I had ten euros, and I I gave him ten euros, and he gave me the change in in the Peruvian currency. Right. And then it, 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 there were two notes. Uh, I spent the the, fo- the the first note on a taxi, and everything was okay. And the second one, I just went to a supermarket, and then why, when I was paying, they told me oh, this note is false. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and I thought, oh, I'm going to be arrested. And they, they called the manager and checked, oh, yeah, this is false. And then I realized that note was basically printed uh, in two different pages, and it was just two pages glued in each other. you so not even realize.
0: And you didn't even uh, realize. Not, uh,
1: yeah, th- there is a, a, a silver lining on this, because okay. now I have, a souvenir that is a Peruvian fake note and that's sometimes maybe quite be quite hard to find exactly so now I, I have that souvenir that is really special the other thing that's uh really important i think it's accepting the the people and the country as it is because there are always cultural differences and if you are going to a country you you won't change anything so just accepting reality as as it is, I, I think it's very wise it's really important. And the third one, well, travel as much as you can. Very good. Uh,
0: you're a so wise man, it's... Miguel. A wise <laughs> man. If anybody would like to know all about the different things you're doing comedy-wise and all that sort of stuff, how can they reach you and find out more about you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. My uh, Twitter name is M-I-G Torres, my surname, uh, also in Instagram. Basically, any social network, if you, find, if you try to search by Miguel Torres uh, from Cambridge, I think I'm the only one. And okay. I also write for a Luxembourgish uh, news site. I, I write a weekly uh, comedy uh, text there. Wow, uh,
0: that's, that's <laughs> random. A Luxembourgish news site. Found the Portuguese yeah. comedian living in
1: Cambridge. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's what
0: I am. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. How do you say goodbye, that was great in Portuguese?
1: Adios, uh, foi espetacular. Adios, foi espetacular.
0: <laughs> that was Miguel. That was Porto. And that is another edition in the bag. Thank you very much uh, for listening to this uh, podcast. Please tell your friends. Please get other people to subscribe. Please give me some money if you can. Really appreciate it. On kofi.com. That's ko-fi.com forward slash around the world. Three pounds. Three pounds. Come on. It's definitely worth three pounds, right? Uh, and I will be back with you in a couple of weeks' time for the next edition of Around the World in 80 Comedians. Till then, bye!
1: Around the World in 80 Comedians is presented and produced by Steve Healy. Music used is Blue Scar and Bushwick Tarantella Loop by Kevin MacLeod in Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Around the World in 80 Comedians is a Revolt production.